This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me, kind of as usual, is Scott. Say hello, Scott. Hello. And no Alex today. We'll talk about that later. And Matt and Brian. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, hello gentlemen. gentlemen. So right. you, you, finally, you guys finally gave Alex the boot, huh? Yep. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> That's a juicy tidbit. <laughs> we'll have him here in spirit. Like, every time he's supposed to say something, we'll have Speedy Gonzalez say something instead or something. Oh, God. Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about Season 4 of Game of Thrones. So we had our mid-season review uh, about five weeks ago, I guess now, and uh, we like doing it so much since we're such big fans. We wanted to do kind of season finale. We'll talk about the last five episodes and then anything else we wanted to talk about. So, hope you enjoy. There shouldn't be any spoilers. Um, you know, we're going to talk about stuff that we know about. Um, Scott, who has read the books, will be punished if he mentions anything. <laughs> And uh, we'll edit it out anyway. So. But there could be some spoilers for somebody that's listening to this that is not caught up. So there's that warning. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't seen <laughs> season four, then there's tons of spoilers. Yeah, mm-hmm. just general spoiler warning. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, all right. I'm giving you your uh, five seconds to think about your, your sins. General no. spoiler warning? Yes. Yeah. Oh, was he recently promoted from lieutenant? God, I wish Alex was available. You weren't on it. <laughs> it's like he never left. <laughs> that was for you, Alex. <laughs> so, uh, I laughed. And by the way, I just mentioned <laughs> nothing wrong with Alex. Just they're expecting a baby soon, and so they're kind of preparing, and he just doesn't have the time to do it. So everything's good there. Just expecting a newborn. Um. All right, Game of Thrones. Where shall we begin? I just wanted to just kind of go through some episodes, um, just or that kind of episode, just like topics that have happened, and then we'll kind of go from there. If you guys feel I'm missing something, please feel free to interrupt. So the very where we left off, Tyrion's trial—that was the big thing coming back uh, second second half of the season. Um, this might have been. Uh, maybe not the best part of the second half, but one of the best parts for me, his acting, the dink, his acting <laughs> as he, he turned around and just, what I've done for you people, and just turn around, mm-hmm. slammed Shay, called her a whore, yelled at, didn't he yell at his dad? I mean, he was everything. He knew it was a farce. They were just trying to do this to him. And this was right after Jamie, like, pleaded with his dad uh, to help him out and even, like, you know, would sacrifice his own life his, of going back there, being a dad, and all that stuff, and and then his dad just stand. Uh. <laughs> I should have let them come in and kill your bed, rape the women and children, and all that. Whatever the hell he was talking about. Yeah, it was like once Tyrion yeah. saw that Shay was lying through her teeth. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of the final straw, and he wasn't willing to. He knew his fate was kind of already sealed at that point, and just ripped into everybody. So. I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I thought that was pretty badass. That was pretty cool. You could see he was, he's been boiling for a while, and this was going to be his turning point right there. What I found interesting is that 
Jamie, you know, went up to bat for for Tyrion, right? Yeah. And make, mm-hmm. I guess they are closer than everyone kind of thought, which is which is kind of cool. It seems like their friendship is better than it was in the earlier episodes, so that's good. I think it's just because Jamie is now kind of <laughs> um, not a hundred percent, I guess, normal, um, kind of like Tyrion. I always thought they were pretty close. Really? Yeah, the very first episode, you can see that they kind of have that report, and yeah. Jamie's kind of looking out for him. He's like, "Don't leave me at you know to have dinner with these people alone. Here's five wars." <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that yeah, is something wrong. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it was it was a way to reassure it that you know it's definitely the relationship between him and Jamie is definitely different between any other Rel- Lannister relationship, I guess. And and just one more redeeming quality for Jamie just to offset the other stuff <laughs> it's, it's just really hard to, to like he's not really Jamie of all the characters in the show isn't really served with a is he is he a good guy or a bad guy it just it doesn't really work for him um, he's definitely become a sympathetic character though right and then he rapes his sister <laughs> yeah well, yeah that was so. we talked about that before <laughs> yeah like I think yeah. I think the showrunners were saying that it wasn't supposed to be but <laughs> the showrunner said no, no, but the, <laughs> but that scene, <laughs> the actors said yes, yes, except for Cersei, who said no, no. Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, but back back to what Matt was saying about Tyrion boiling over. You kind of get a crossroads with this character. Uh, he, yeah, he's just so bitter, and finally just comes out. He can't take it anymore. There's no. There's no jest, there's no joke that he can make at this point. He just lets it all out. And you, you finally get to see like just the depths of just how angry he is at, at everybody for the way that he's treated. With reason, I mean, too. I mean, he's always getting that sh- you know. Oh yeah, no, the he's whole st- imp shit and then like I you know, he killed his mother during birth or whatever. It's just been a he's been getting the shit all his life and it just at that point he just freaking cracked and from then on he you knew he was gonna get some sweet, sweet revenge. Well, I don't know at that point if he was going to get sweet revenge, but I mean, at least he was not letting his dad get what he wanted, right? His dad obviously didn't right. want to kill him, just send him to the Castle Black and all that stuff. That, that, that's the other part of the character, too, is just that part of where that bitterness comes from is that, that overwhelming pride, which is kind of uh, goes along with being a Lannister, that you see from Jaime and Cersei, and especially Tywin, just mm-hmm. the, the pride that they're... Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Tyrion doesn't necessarily think that he's better than other people, but he holds himself, you know... As as an equal to everybody, and just um, he he just can't let himself be degraded the way that he is in that trial. Yeah, and I think what you just said it comes through in episode ten, where pretty much all three children defy show an act of defiance against their father, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can talk that, about that. that later, yeah, we'll get but... to the episode that there was there was some great uh, thematic things going on in that last episode. <laughs> the Father's Day episode, as I like to call it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about, Tyrion? There's also lots of other stuff in this episode. Um, it's Stannis and Davos go into the Iron Bank of Bravos, the very first time we've seen Bravos, and that little map uh, animation was really cool, a little piggy bank. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. It was um, almost the Rube Goldberg coin rolling out of it. <laughs> yeah. And then this is something I forgot about the whole fingers thing. That's something like I think they mentioned like once before where uh, Stannis took Davos's fingers. For they they mention it in the books ad nauseum. Okay, and this I think in the show they've mentioned it once, and I think when you very first meet him, and you don't really know who the characters are, so it didn't stick with me. I had to ask the guy at work. He's like, "Oh yeah, no, they they showed it," but 
that was kind of a neat scene, kind of showing that. I, I was just glad to finally, and I, I think everybody else can agree with this, just to see Stannis do something other than just brood and pout inside the... Yeah, but that's all he did in that scene, too. <laughs> well, but at least it was somewhere else. And, <laughs> okay. and, it, and at least it was, like, for, for something, though. Most of the time it's like, well, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? And I was actually just actively, besides killing leeches uh, and burning <laughs> people at the stake, is, is out there doing something. Yeah, I, I was so- glad Sir Davos actually got did something good, I guess, well, that was well... Um, that Stannis actually liked because it seems like no matter what he did, he'd always screw up or Stannis <laughs> yeah. didn't like it. So I was kind of happy for him that. Well, I think that's something. Stannis in a nutshell, though. He's he's never really going to be happy, even if, if even if you find something acceptable. He's just the one true king. Yeah, you're true king of Westeros. You're true king of Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a dick. I hate that other guy, Stannis. Yeah, <laughs> um, but my eyes. So he he Stannis didn't directly jack shit there. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like it was uh, Davos' idea. He just stood yes. there. He just yeah. got upset when they didn't yeah. kneel before him or whatever, and Davos yeah. came up with everything. So and I then, still think Davos in the show hasn't done jack crap until like the very end of the very last episode, which we'll talk about. Well, he led mm-hmm. the attack on Blackwater Bay. That's true. From that a boat. Didn't, that didn't turn out so well. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, <laughs> and, he, and he did let uh, What's-His-Face go. Um, Gendry. Stannis didn't let him go, though. No, Davos did. Davos yeah. did. The, he put him on the boat and everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying Stannis hasn't done uh, jack shit. Oh, I, think yeah, so I know. Yeah, yeah. Davos, yeah. yeah. Davos has done the most. Stannis, Stannis hasn't done shit. They, they even used Davos as an excuse to show, show some pirate whore boobs in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some pirate whore boobs. That pirate, that, that, that bloody pirate that's in South the... South Sand. Yeah. He reminds me of the I'll pirate for lack of a better term in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark that oh, uh, yeah, Marion yeah. and Indiana get on the boat with with the Ark and everything. Right. Huh. Yeah, know, for some reason, he reminds me of that guy. That they have that same vibe. Yeah. All right. Um, the other thing that happened here was uh, uh, Reek, as I like to call him. <laughs> Reek. Uh, his sister tries to save him. And he's, you can see he's brainwashed. He's beyond repair at this point. He, she, she rescues him from the cage. She pulls him out. He doesn't want to go out. He's mm-hmm. literally fighting her. He's not Reek. She keeps calling him Theon, and she says, no, he says, no, Reek, Reek. And then I, it was kind of weak, though. I felt like they're kind of invading this thing, and then like a shirtless, um, what's the dude's name? Ramsey. Was, yeah, Ramsey Snow. Ramsey. Uh, or no. It's kind of able to fight him off, and I don't know. I, I feel like that whole storyline, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode uh, when we talked about Game of Thrones, they just spent way too much time showing Theon getting tortured and making that guy seem like a lunatic, the the Ramsey guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt like there never really was a big payoff. You know, they spent all that time, we still haven't got anything where you're like, oh, wow, like I didn't see that coming, or wow, that was cool. It was just kind of like, yeah, I guess that's how that's going to go. Well, I He's actually, gonna keep being crazy, and Theon's gonna be all fucked up, and I mean, it's building up to something bigger. That's all I can think of. Well, I disagree with you, Scott, because I think if you didn't show those scenes, I would say bullshit if his sister came to take him away, and he said no, or bullshit when he sends him in and pretends to be himself, and he follows through with it. I think you really had. To, I mean, maybe not to the extent well. of. Some of it, but if, I... if I mean, if that makes that more believable, it's still as as the as the audience. I just I felt like it was too much. 
Like, for the, that wasn't a payoff to me. Like, because they barely show the sister at all, so it's hard to care about what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. And then she just kind of shows up. The sister I mean, part I agree with. Yeah, I yeah, mean... Like, there was, like, that 20-second segment from the end of the last season where she's like, oh, I'm going to go get my brother. Right. And that's the last of you see of her, pretty much. And then she just kind of shows up and doesn't work out, and that's that. Um, so maybe if they'd done more with her, and a little less with Theon getting tortured, and then combine, or to have them meet up there at the castle briefly, that would have been better. I would agree with her buildups being bad, but I think him, not only in that scene, but then like we said later on when he tries to get him into the, is it the Dread Fort, not the Dread Fort, the... Um, uh, Moat Kaelin. Moat Kaelin. I don't know. I think that all kind of, the torture sets up for that. Yeah, maybe it was a little too much, but I still think he needed to show a lot of it. That's just me. So just, so for me personally, wouldn't think, yeah, bullshit, he would just turn coat and say, no, no, it's really me. Um, what's his face is out there? Don't, don't turn in. Yeah. All right. Uh, any more things on that? Because the last thing we have here is Daenerys. No? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember what part, yeah. Yeah, and I am trying to remember too. I know she did something. Who the hell is Hisdar Sora Lorax? So, so when she's having <laughs> big, the big audience... Um, oh yeah. He's he's the guy that comes and asks to bury his father, who was one oh. of the masters, and she lets him do it, and he kind of walks off. Yeah, at first she was like, "What about the others that were nailed to the cross and all that stuff?" Yeah, right, right. There was a lot of in the second half of the season. There was a lot of her standing up on that dais or sitting. I felt mm. like, and that was kind of the beginning of that. Yeah, this is where she's finding out that ruling is not as easy as she thought. Yeah, and, and, you, not and everybody kind of, can easily be, you know, you couldn't, you can't treat injustice with injustice. I guess that's kind of the in honor of that, right? Yeah, you in got honor, a big picture. Uh, yeah, in other way, she like the grand scheme was to go to King's Landing, but now she's realizing she's got to refix all the, you know, the what are the three places that she liberated? Yeah, you know, and that's kind of a theme. So I'll kind of jump here because it seems theme. All right, she learns here that. She treated, in, you know, she treated injustice with injustice, but they got nailed up, so she nailed all of them up, even though some of them didn't, were forced against their will to do that to the children. Mm-hmm. Later, she learns that um, some people, she freed as slaves, still want to be slaves. They don't know any other way. They're too old to start, you know, to be free and all that. And it's, it's just all the stuff that she's learning, which I think uh, every leader has to <laughs> deal with. It. There is no black or white, I guess, is the thing mm-hmm. that you learn when you're a leader. Yeah. yeah. And and you really see in the second half like her advisors, like what kind of advice she's getting from everybody. Yes. Where you you've got uh Grey Worm who's just he's just a commander. He's not going to offer much of an opinion to anything. Um but he'll be dependable. And you have uh the old guy um I can't believe I can't remember his name. Uh Sir Barristan who's just kind of like he just wants to protect her. He's not really interested in teaching her anything. Uh, but, he's, Jor- but he's the one who said when she was going to nail him all up, he said, you know, or was it Jorah who said it? Did not treat injustice with injustice. Someone warns her about it at the very beginning, and she says no. That was Jorah. Was it Jorah? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Jorah. Okay. I, mean, I think she gets advice, and she doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we get a, a few times, and it's, it's always Jorah that's kind of the voice of reason. Uh, out of all the people that are surrounding her, he seems to be the only one that doesn't really, uh, like, he is into, like, the letting her be all fire and brimstone. He wants to kind of yeah. temper her to to be whatever kind of queen he's kind of envisioning her to be. 
Um, but he's got other motives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was pretty much that episode. Um, it feels weird going episode by episode. But anyway, we'll talk on to other things here. So moving along. So Tyrion has been found guilty or has pretty much admitted to his... Well, he didn't. What did he do? He didn't admit. He admitted that he was a farce and that he's been screwed all his life or whatever. Guilty of being a dwarf. Yeah, and so he does. Yeah, he's guilty of being a dwarf, exactly. And so he demands a champion to fight for him because he's not going to find true justice uh, through the court there. So mm-hmm. hopefully the gods will forgive him justice. And I think it's he's assuming that it's going to be Jamie because Jamie's the best swordsman and he's always been there for him. But. Jamie reveals to him later on that, hey, I lost my hand and I can't fight with a shit with my left hand, so uh, probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And we just found out that Cersei has got the mountain to be the other guy, so <laughs> yeah. not that, too many that, people are going to help <laughs> stand up against this guy. That was, that was a cool scene to kind of reintroduce him, uh, you know, after he splits the dude's head open like a melon. And she asks him to, or she tells him that she needs him to fight for him, and he asks who he's going to be fighting, and she says, does it matter? And he just shakes his head. <laughs> nope, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It's just, dude's literally a killing machine. So, so the next person in his cell is Braun, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. Braun's kind of sold out, but not to the degree as everybody else, because he, yeah. he knows Braun wasn't there testifying against him, but Braun wasn't going to necessarily stick his neck out on the line for him either. Mm. Uh, and then this this is why I like the Braun character so much is he's made no bones about it from the very first second he met Tyrion. He's like he's all about I'm a mercenary, I'm about the money, yeah. blah blah blah. So I'm not gonna fight the mountain for you because it might go badly for me. Um but I really but you, you kinda see that Braun, despite him being the cold hearted mercenary, uh genuinely wants <laughs> genuinely wants uh, Tyrion to succeed, and he's kind of sad to see this happen, and you, you kind of see them parting ways um, amicably, which is cool. Um, it's just kind of a nice respite from like the nonstop bitterness uh, that Tyrion has for everybody else. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? You fucking Bron. <laughs> You're still there. All right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was cool, but... They were kind of, you know, they were, like you said, Scott, they were friendly when they left, but Braun didn't really change his character. It, there's nothing in it for him. Yeah. That's been his whole character since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, what's in it for me? And there's absolutely yep. nothing in it for him to take this fight on for Tyrion. Right. And in, in that respect, he's been more straightforward with Tyrion than just about any other character. Exactly. Character yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Tyrion isn't mad at him. Right. I mean, I mean, it's he, you know he's disappointed that Bronn won't fight for him, but you know the very last moment is uh, Bronn actually apologizing to him, and he says, "You're not sorry. That's why I like you." And uh, and yeah, they he gets the cool line about how oh, I hope there's a song about how you beat the mountain, and right, then he goes off. So yep, he does that, um, and then <laughs> I remember the scene with Danny. Uh, she's up there, and Dario sneaks in, and bam, chicka, bam, bam. <laughs> she makes him strip in front of him. She sees some Dario wing, and they do some it. Dario neck. Does he show some neck? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Just short. Yes. More than neck. It was everything. Uh, yeah. Does he hang dong? I don't remember. No. <laughs> you, know, you don't see it, but... Oh, no. thank God. But she kind of lifts an eyebrow. 
she's she's obviously happy with what she sees. Yes. Oh, does she really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she does. She she did the people's eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the corporate eyebrow. She smelled what he was cooking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, they have their little thing, and then um, I guess it wasn't a little thing with her eyebrow, but then. Um, the next morning, Jorah's coming in, and he's leaving, and he's kind of, like, putting his belt on, and Jorah's yeah. like, what? That's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> Friend zone. Yeah, what were we talking about that last time uh, he was getting into the friend zone? Yes. Yeah. And it's, it was official right there. <laughs> friend zone level over 9,000. <laughs> yeah. And so she sends Dario to protect, or to go back, and he wants to fight, right? Or I forgot how. Well, she, she initially sends uh, Dario and some of the uh, the Insoli to go back and just basically murder everybody. And uh, back Jorah, where to the, one of those towns they free? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jorah, like uh, I forget, uh, but Jorah talks her out of it, and she actually listens to his advice. And uh, Jorah's all they, happy with himself, which is not going to last for long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anything else really there? I'm trying to remember. I mean, it is one of the first times Danny does listen. Yeah, um, so you, you kind of. Get the sense that it was was this episode the last one where she just straight up says, "Yeah, I'm not going back to Westeros," or was that even before season or episode six? Yeah, I think it was even before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just kind of realize like, all this shit was being undone. Yeah, and and also uh, letting the audience know <laughs> too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so thought, you know, we're not going to bring dragons to freaking King yeah, Landing. Yeah, thought she was going back like the end of season one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry about it. All right, and then uh, there's more Arya um, Hound stuff. Uh, they find some dude who's just been, who's pretty much dying on the side of the road or whatever, or near his house. And this is where the Hound shows um, mercy by stabbing him and also showing Arya where the heart is. And then right as he does that, they get attacked by some random dudes. But one of the dudes is the guy that was in the cage that was going to the wall when Arya was going to the wall. And said all these terrible things that he was going to do to her. And uh, he oh, bites yeah. uh, the, the hound's neck, gives him a big wound, and then Arya... I think that guy's actually called Biter. Biter? Okay. Yeah. No way. And then the hound asks if he's on his li- on her list, and she says no, because they don't know his name. She says his name, and then she stabs him in the heart. And says Needle! His name. Yes. So... Badass. That was pretty cool. Um, There's just the whole, this whole season, uh, again, the Arya and the hound, like every scene with them is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so Brienne has I don't know when this happened, we've never talked about it in the last episode, but she's been she's been given some cool armor and a sword from Jamie to go find Sansa and fulfill mm-hmm. her uh oath to you know, bring her do- uh cat's daughters yeah. bring be safe. So she's looking for Sansa and Arya and she heads out with Podrick and they run into what was it Pot Pie? What's his name? Hot Pie. Oh, the big fat kid, yeah. Yeah. And he won't shut up about about actually pies. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow yes, she mentions Arya and for some you know, and Podrick's mad about him, it uh Pop Hot Pie actually knows about it and she gives him a little tip that she's he's with the hound, which I don't remember how he knew that. Um but and then Podrick uses that information and says they're probably, he's probably going to get ransom by going to the Erie because that's where her aunt Liza is. Um, so Brienne and Podrick head in that direction. Um, 
that's what I remember from that scene. There's not too much. We'll talk about there's more Hound Arya stuff later on. I think. Uh, I feel like that scene too was kind of setting up uh, Brienne later on for because she she's of of all the characters left, she might be the most naive at this point. Um, and she's so steadfast. She's almost like Ned from season one. She's so steadfast in the honor and what's right. She's kind of blinded by all that. And Podrick warns her, like, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't be going around saying all this stuff. And it actually works out for their favor, but I think if she keeps doing that, she's going to pay the price for it. Yeah, pay the iron price. The iron price. Whoa. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then uh, stuff with the wall. John comes back. You know, he's kind of awoken. Come back. You know, he's kind of Oh wait, no. This oh, that's what happened. The last episode we talked about. They had all that stuff at Caster's Creep, Craster's Keep, <laughs> and he's saying they're going to be coming, so we should seal up the wall. We should flood the tunnel, do whatever we can because that's our only weak point. And they have a hundred thousand men. We have a hundred. We should do that. And Alistair's like, "Fuck you. You're not yeah. one of the builders. What do the builders say?" And they just say whatever he wants to say. And that's pretty much it from what I remember. But just kind of. And then when the battle happens a few episodes later, you're like, what the fuck didn't they fill that in? That's the only weak point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You blew it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Nope. Nope. Uh, all right. Move along. Um, is this win also... It's, this episode's called Mockingbird, so that must have been where... Is that no. where Pushes up where uh, the whole thing with Sansa. Oh yeah, that was the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so in the previous episode, um, let's see, was it was it in our last podcast when yeah when the, when he gets married and she's got the septum like right outside the doors. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you then you find uh-huh. out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you find out in the in the, in the next two episodes just how well you already know that she's freaking crazy. But uh, she sees Sansa's arrival for some reason, um, like right off the bat, for no reason. And Sansa's out there uh, making a snow fort that looks like Winterfell. Uh, the little lord, um, Robin. Robin. Robin, thank you. Little shit. Comes, yeah, comes out, and knocks one over, and she slaps him in the face, and then, <laughs> and then she's she's rewarded by a kind of creepy kiss from Littlefinger. And uh, yeah, her aunt sees, and she yeah. goes, she, she goes aggro. Did did he do that on purpose so she could see? I, I don't think he did on purpose so she could see, but he, you know, I don't think he really cared that much. I wouldn't pass put anything past that little bastard. Yeah, but did I mean, I don't think he did. But if they told me he did, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, um, Liza's insanely jealous, and she threatens Sansa or. Uh, yeah, Sansa's by the yeah. moon door, and she threatens her and threatens to throw her out. Littlefinger comes in, um, sees it, pl- pleads her to stop. You know, you're my only love. Blah blah blah. She with with Sansa's help, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Sansa also turns on the charm again or whatever. What I don't. You book Jeez. readers love the fact that she lies. Every book reader, keeps, oh Sansa, don't forget Sansa lied. So well, because she she's turning there. it around. You know. Well, no. Even in the, in in the course of the series, just kind of stuff's happening to her. Like she almost never takes an active role in anything that she's doing. I'm you just know, saying that every book headlines. reader throws that in your face all the time. So it makes me think that there's something more to that. I don't no, know. I just think she's finally learning to play the game that everybody else is playing, and I see that not being a book reader. 
No, yeah. I, I see that that's, too. That's why I pointed out. I just, I, that's, well, that's I was all. kind of, well, just as the book reader, I was just kind of waiting for that point to happen. And it took four and a half seasons for them to finally upgrade her character a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I always hear about it, everybody hates her character. Um, you know, she finally starts doing stuff that, you know, will hopefully mean that she's going to do other cool stuff. But, you know, we'll see. I understand all that. I'm just saying book readers love to throw that at you. It's the most weirdest thing that I hear every book reader tell me. Oh, she lied. She lied. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. She lied. Well, I think, as, as, like I said, as book readers, we were waiting for that shit to happen for four. Like, we're, we're, we were just annoyed with our characters. All right, we're over it, Scott. We don't have to keep repeating this. I, but you keep saying the same thing over and over again. I said we. I didn't just say you. Um, book readers are weird. Yes, they are. Mm. <laughs> I never learned to don't read. You, don't you watch TV? Yeah. yeah. It's much anyway... Better. So wait, actually, wait. Scott, Sansa lies. Wait, wait, wait. Scott, do you regret reading the books now that the show is on? Uh, no, but uh, just to toss this out here, uh, how can I say this without spoiling anything? Don't. Um, they're they're to the point with a couple of the storylines where I'm going to be going in blind with everybody else. Just about. Okay, and. No, I'm I'm saying like from there, it's either going to be canon or not. So when the next book eventually comes out, you know, it's the book's either going to be completely different from how what they did in the series, or it's going to follow what they did in the series. I understand. And that, so, and one, I'm going to be spoiled from one or the other. This well, is are, what I'm getting to. Yeah, I was going to say, so you're going to if so when the book comes out, are you going to wait for the show or no? No, uh, there's no way I can wait. I've been waiting six years, dude. There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So to answer Brian's question, no, you don't regret reading the books. No, I don't regret reading the books, but I was just saying that it's going to be interesting uh, when I get to the point where I'm going to be just like the people that haven't read the books and have, you know, I'm just guessing. All right. Anyway, Sansa lies and um, uh, Littlefinger, yeah, Sansa lies, Littlefinger convinces uh, Liza to let her go, and he can, kind of consoles her by the moon door and says, "There's only one I love," and and it's I guess you're supposed cat. to say, "Only cat." That's book readers will love to tell you, but he says, uh, "Your sister," and throws her out the door, mm-hmm. the moon door. That is, I want to see the crazy lady cry. Yeah, and she did. <laughs> um, yeah. Now was was to... Robin there in that scene? No. No. Okay. I don't even. Yeah, how they're gonna deal with him now? Well, Littlefinger's already handling him. You see in like the next episode. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So that's one thing I will I will bring up. The I guess it's a big deal. He says only cat and book readers are upset with that. I who, to me, who cares? But I that's something that's really popular on the internet. People are complaining that that line was changed. I I think they changed it just in case. You know what I mean? Cause in case what? There's. There's people. been 40 episodes now. If you said cat, you know, I don't know. I don't think it matters. Hey, I, don't I don't think it matters either, but I think HBO should have a little more faith in their audience at this point. Like, I mean, she was in three full seasons, right? I mean, it wasn't like she was a minor character, but right. I don't know what the big deal is. Um, all right, that was the end of that episode. Um... We're doing an episode. It's going to take forever. That's why I kind of wanted to do the uh, theme, like go through like story threads. But there we're going. We're you know halfway. Like two left, right? Yeah. We've only done two. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Um, I lost my place on this page. Shit. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. so we'll just take it from there. So, um, they just some speeding things up here. Uh, no, so we were talking. Sorry. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> You're not going to speed up anything, Scott. That's never been done ever. Whoa. So. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next episode. Theon, this is we kind of talked about this before, is sent to Moat Kaelin by Ramsay to allow them, to convince them to kind of open it up for um, Theon, or not for Theon, but for Ramsay, saying that the Boltons are good guys and blah, blah, blah. He's pretending to be himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually has a pretty good job. And the one guy, until the one guy starts saying no, no, and you can see him start, like, freaking out. And he's about to, like, I don't know what he was about to do, like... <laughs> have an aneurysm <laughs> or a stroke or what? He was about to... He spit some blood on him. Yeah. His own yeah. blood. And then they pan to him dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Then a guy from behind kills the guy he's talking to. Right. And says, uh, yeah, fuck this guy. Whoa, we don't want to die. We're The place that they're in, you can tell they're all sick and diseased and everything. And then Theon says, he, if, he, if your guy's loyal, we'll let him in. And yeah, and then the very next scene you see is guy's body flayed open and everything mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was pretty gross yeah, second grossest nice. thing in this episode if you can believe it <laughs> flayed open corpse is laying yeah. there is not as gross as what happens at the end of this episode yeah, that's true it's <laughs> <laughs> so gross <laughs> i watched that a second time and i'm like oh my god i slowed it down even but we'll get to that later <laughs> um, later on, you see the wildlings, uh, the ones that are south of the wall, and they're going through and slaughtering people in that mole's town, which is where um, Sam's little honey and her baby are hiding. I forgot. Gilly. <laughs> Gilly. And they're killing everybody. You see Egret. She's killing everybody. Um, but she does wander across her, and uh, Gilly, that is, and lets her live, which was the one nice thing we've seen her do in a long time. I don't know if she recognized that she was a wildling or she just saw the baby, but she does let her live. And it was actually kind of a cool scene before that when Gilly hears the hooting outside and she knows that that's not, that it's like a wildling thing and that's not just birds. (laughs) (laughs) Birds. Birds. (laughs) Birds. Um, all All this time Sam's freaking out that he left her down there and he's, you know, the guy's the... The fort, his buddies, uh, Grin, and all those guys are trying to like say, don't worry, Sam, she'll be safe. She survived Crasher's Keep. She survived the White Walker. She survived all this time. She can survive down there. Um, a couple episodes ago, we didn't mention that um, Dickhead, Mr. Lannister, sent a little note across the Narrow Sea, and we didn't quite know what it was, but it was had to do with Jorah and uh, Sir Barristan. And it kind of you kind of find out what it is, and it's basically a scroll saying that Jorah used to be giving information back to the king about the whereabouts of Danny and everything. It was like a full pardon. Yeah, and it was a pardon, and saying what it was a pardon for, right or no? For like services to the crown or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrison's kind of cool about it. He he confronts him up front, and say, "Hey, we got this. Um, I haven't told the king, uh, the queen yet, but I will." Just let, giving you a heads up, you're like, you might be dead, or you know, you're in trouble at the least. Um, he does, and I think the very next scene, they don't really kind of wait. 
Uh, the Khaleesi's waiting for him. She comes up, and he tries to explain, and she's having nothing of it, you know, nothing to do with it. And the, I think she was just the most upset, obviously, that he knew about the poisoning when she was pregnant, and that was kind of no coming well, well, home well, from that, right? Or that it was his fault that the poisoner was even there was what she was so mad about. Like, she sto- he stops the poisoner, but um, the fact that he was the cause of it, yeah, she, and what with she would be pregnant and all that, right? Like she, he knew that that was about that. He was helping give that information to kill her as because she was pregnant, right? Well, I don't know that he ever knew that it was to kill her, but he was still passing on information. And when they found out she was with child, you know, you can't have a Targaryen running around popping out kids because that's just going to cause problems for succession and whatnot. As far as the Lannisters were concerned, uh, child. or the Baratheons for that matter. Basically, everybody <laughs> in Westeros. Uh, so they took measures. Yep. So she banishes him. She doesn't kill him, but she does banish him, saying, you got to get out of here within so many hours and never want to see you again. So did so he sent that on purpose just to screw him over? Yeah. Well, not to screw over uh, Jorah, but just create discord. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I guess it was to screw over Jorah because uh, he, he knew that he was one of her advisors, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, I mean, to screw them over, just the whole thing over there, just to put, like I said, Discord and all that stuff. That's how I interpret it anyway. Yeah. You know. um, so, yeah, and we never worked. see him again after this. We haven't seen him yet. Uh, be interesting to where he goes if he comes. He has the pardon to go back, so he could go back across, and I don't know if, if he... I don't know if it's a spoiler, because I know nothing about it, but my theory would be he's going back. He may want to go see his dad. who's at the wall. Maybe he goes up there. Um, but I don't know. That's just a He's random a guess for me. Freaking so, flip-flopper. So, so that's an interesting question brought up by Jeff. Uh, like, Jorah's probably the first character. That's the last we see of him for the season. So um, I don't know how much you guys care about him. So Jeff has the theory about him going back to visit the wall, maybe. Do you guys have any ideas? <sighs> I... Uh, I think we'll encounter him at some point later where he actually sacrifices himself for her at to some extent yeah i think he's gonna be hanging back yeah i mean how would he even get back yeah boat yeah but i mean (laughs) (laughs) obviously but it's not like there's a huge supply of boats around yeah i think there's lots of like boats you can like pay passage on to go across See, I don't know. I, I have, I, I have no idea. Like I said, that was just my guess because that was the one thing I always thought. Because his dad was a cool character too, and um, but his dad'd be dead now. So I, I don't know. That was something I've always, I always want for people to meet each other again, and they never do in this damn show. Show so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, but yeah, Matt. I think he's gonna hang around. He's gonna hang around, kind of. Mm. And then kind of save the day, I think. And, yeah. But then and who she, knows what she's going to do? She might just then turn around and kill him. <laughs> no, I think he'll end up dying of whatever he saves her doing. You know, however he saves her, he'll end up dying doing it. So it won't be up to her, really. That's what I think. I don't know. Yep. Oh, all good. We don't. We have no idea what's going on. So they all no. seem reasonable. <laughs> Scott does. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe I haven't even gotten that far in the book. Who knows? Uh, um, all right, uh, Littlefinger now has some explaining to do because all of a sudden <laughs> Lady Liza's dead. There's a little council, and he he claims that she just committed suicide and jumped through. They're like, yeah, right, why would she do that? And then Sansa lies, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> she lied. She she lies, but she kind of helps herself in the process. Yeah. I was going to say, she did one of those things where, I think it was from X-Files, where um, what Deep Throat says, the best way to p- p- to place a lie is between two truths. And so Sansa tells a lot of the truth, but just there's only one little lie in there. But since there's so much truth, it kind of gets right. hidden. And um, So, yeah. They they pretty much believe her and him, and they're good. And then that's when they say that little, what's the boy's name? Lord Robin. Robin. Robin's going to be kind of learned. He needs to see the land that he's going to be ruling over. So they kind of send him out with some troops, and he's going to be in the wilderness. And Hopefully know. he dies. Hopefully the <laughs> woodsmen that Tyrion made friends with, <laughs> Hookah and whatever their names were, like put an axe. Hookah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um Littlefinger starts playing that little council too. Um, she recon- or he recognizes that old lord or whatever is just kind of an old knight type dude. So he starts telling him, "Yeah, he needs to start learning the sword and this, this, and that." And almost immediately, the guy's on his side, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know." It's he knows what a bitch he is. <laughs> yeah, so he needs to get out there and get toughened up and blah blah blah. Yeah, that's cool. And then we get to you know we must have skipped something in the last episode because. We never talked about how I Oberyn, Oberyn volunteered to be Tyrion's champion. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't get to the third person in visiting Tyrion in a cell. Yeah, so Oberyn comes in and says, he, they kind of have a talk and he claims how, the, uh, he talks about how the mountain killed his and raped his daughter, his sister, and that he has payback and that, and that's know, why, a lot more deep stuff, but he'll be his champion. And that's why he was there like the whole time, basically, he was looking for him. Yeah, and he, he did not buy Cersei's shit for a second. No. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. So or or Tywin's <laughs> for that matter. Yeah. So Oberyn, this cool character that we've learned to like over this episode, has volunteered <laughs> to fight the Mountain and uh, champion for Tyrion, and it's going to be awesome. I hope nothing bad so, happens to him. <laughs> yeah. You see the look on Tyrion's face, like the relief. Yes. It's Somebody. <laughs> and then uh, I mentioned that because the fight's about to happen. But before the fight, I think it was a really cool, interesting scene when Jamie and Tyrion down in the dungeon before it happens. And they, I'm sure they're kind of treating it as maybe the last conversation they'll ever have. And Tyrion's talking about how they have a retarded cousin, basically, who just squash <laughs> bugs. <laughs> yeah, cluck, cluck, cluck. Yeah. And, you know, Tyrion's like, I'm the smartest person I know. So I had to figure out why he was doing it. And basically he couldn't. And so people die for no freaking reason. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty it's much cancer. what it came out yeah, to. People, yeah, people, everybody's basically a bug and it's going to get squashed. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. But who no gives major <laughs> squashed? Yeah. Who gives a dusty fuck? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, there before was... we talk about the fight, sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, they did mention all the different sides that are, like patricide, homicide, all this <laughs> yeah, side. Patricide, yeah. yeah. And then a few episodes later, we actually find Tyrion commits patricide, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> Not like that, but they didn't have a, a term for killing cousins. Yeah, and you Jamie know, had done that, right? Jamie had done that exact thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Jamie knew what it was, right? Tyrion didn't. And I think Jamie's so the came, one who said it. Cause I think we he, came up with a, like a term, but it was just kind of joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> so do you want to say something before the fight or no? Oh, just to go back to the area real quick. Um, just one more important thing with Sansa. So, um, you know, after that trial where Sansa lies, she's sitting there knitting something, and uh, Littlefinger comes up and asks her why she, you know, did what she did. And he, she, she basically tells him, you know, you're the devil that I know. I don't know those people. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to kind of, you know, hitch my wagon to you. Uh, 
and plus I kinda, I kind of know what you want and he says oh do you now and then the next scene yeah it's going uh, little fingers going through talking about how little Robin needs to go out and visit the people and you see her walk in through a doorway and she's backlit like Jesus <laughs> and, and she's got on this ridiculous dress she looks kind of sinister and uh, Maleficent yeah <laughs> and she puts on about five years and uh, you're like holy shit uh, her character definitely turns a corner there yep alright now on to the fight so they show this fighting arena which I don't think they've ever shown before at King's Landing and uh, Tyrion's kind of you kind of go through Tyrion's perspective as he's being brought out from the um Cell, and you see he walks by Oberyn, and he's eating grapes and drinking wine and having a good time. He has no armor on, and Tyrion's like, what yeah. the fuck, man? My life's on the line here. <laughs> you shouldn't be drinking wine. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me my business. That doesn't sound anything like that. But... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Snetty. Hey, don't tell me my hey, business. Don't tell me my hey. business. Um, he's super arrogant and cocky. You're like, what the fuck, man? Uh, have you seen that dude over there? And I think his wife or girlfriend, whoever, says the exact same thing. You're fighting that fucker? <laughs> no yeah. way. He's like, don't worry, honey. I got this. Bron yeah, <laughs> says that he's uh, freakish big and freakish strong. Yes. And surprisingly fast for a dude his size. Yeah. But with all that armor, he can't be as agile as he is. That's what he said. He says something to that effect. I can't remember what he says. So without much pomp and circumstance, the damn fight starts. Uh, they call him the Viper. Or that's the name of the title. I don't think anyone ever called him that, though, in the show. But um, he's fighting with a long spear. The mountain's fighting with the, the big sword. Uh, and a shield, too, maybe? Or, I don't remember who has what. But pretty much Oberyn, just just like Muhammad Ali in that fight. Just <laughs> In quick, poke, get out. In quick, yeah. poke. He's all over the place. The mountain he, cannot keep he up. He does get knocked around a couple times. It's kind of foreshadowing, though. Yeah. But just to show how, how powerful... But uh, knocked around, no con, no real like uh, right, right, blows right. or anything like that. And his, his spear gets shattered at one point too. Yeah, and he gets another one, and he hits. He gets him in what in the in the, in the Achilles or in the uh, calf, and he gets a good shot into the mountain's gut area. Gut, yeah. And he's done. The mountain's on the ground. Oberyn's no real contest, and then he Con- just turns into Igna Montoya. And confess, confess, talking about. <laughs> Confess that you killed my sister. Confess that it was um, what's this? What's Tywin Lannister that told you to do it? Blah blah blah. He keeps doing it. He has all these chances. And while the mountain's on the ground, he gets a little too close to the mountain, and he swipes his legs out from underneath him, and um, grabs him by the head, punches him in the face. His teeth go everywhere. (laughs) Yes. And then the and then mountain, he skull fucks him. Yes, and then the mountain <laughs> sticks his thumbs in his eye sockets, and literally crushes his head. Into and he confesses to doing it too. Yes, yes, I he, killed her. He, he, he got the confession. He doesn't say anything about Tywin, but he does say, "Yes, I did all those things." It was disgusting, but awesome at the same time. Yeah, his head popped like a grape. Yes, the same was, grapes that he was eating before the fight started. Yes, it was Ooh. probably the single most disturbing part of Game of Thrones so far. <laughs> Because I, I watched it a second time. I'm like, oh, I got to watch this again. Is it really that gross? And I, I watched it because I had to record it, obviously. That <laughs> I freaking slowed it down. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> so so did you guys have any expectations going into that fight? I did. I thought Oberyn was going to lose because nobody good wins in this show. 
Honestly, fair, enough. I... fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. What about you? I think it was too obvious the mountain was going to win, so I was just wondering, like, maybe he's, you know, fast or, I don't know, he's got something up his sleeve. So I thought he was, you know, I didn't think it would be that obvious. I thought Oberyn was going to win, and that's how Tyrion was going to be freed. Um, I guess I'm the optimistic person in the group. <laughs> The, the okay. part of me, there was a part of me that thought that he wouldn't win, just because I, I've always thought that Jamie was going to bust him out of jail. Okay. Somehow. Somehow. So anyway, yeah. we'll get to that I didn't later. think Tyrion was going <laughs> to die. Like I'll say this: I didn't think Tyrion was going to die, but I did think Oberyn was going to lose. So, it's just, it was you know that's a perfect David versus you know David versus Goliath match, and in Martin's world, <laughs> yeah. Goliath wins. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, it's just the way it is. So it, it, did, it did suck. Like uh, in, it's, in the TV show, even more than so in the books, he's just such a cool character. Yeah, you know, he, he he's the only cool guy on that council. You know, the king's council. You know, after Tyrion's gone, just a bunch of uh, other than Varys, just a bunch of idiots just doing whatever Tywin says. At one point, Tywin sends uh, Mace Tyrell to go fetch him paper like he's his secretary, and he just runs up and does it and. Just all a bunch of assholes other than, than Oberon and Mays. Yeah, did the grandma did the grandma go back? Yes. Okay. After confessing oh. to Perjury. Uh, yeah. That she killed. We haven't seen any of them, like this no. whole second half. I don't think we saw uh-huh. any of them. You're right. Um and yeah, so at the end of the episode, yeah, we have squished head McGee and <laughs> the mountain kind of collapses, so you didn't know the fate of him. That was the one thing that we were talking about. Like, what the hell? He still got stabbed in the gut. And yeah, I, I heard a couple people say talking about that episode. It was did did the mountain actually win? You know, <laughs> to which I said, well, he was the last one breathing. <laughs> he <laughs> so. exploded the guy's head. <laughs> well, he didn't get his head squashed. You know, yeah. always wear helmet, kids. Exactly. <laughs> I think Tyrion does say that. Shouldn't you at least wear a helmet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Poor so, yeah, that was pretty it's awesome. Just like, it's just like uh, Gears of War. Yeah, then you see the look on Tyrion's face. <laughs> yeah, a look that he does not give at any other point in the entire series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what the fuck? Just a thousand yard stare, <laughs> mouth like his jaws like on the his jaws on the floor. And that's how it ended, right? That's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think Tywin does say he's been found guilty or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cersei's got that shit-eating grin. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then we had our next episode, which is the first one of its kind for Game of Thrones. It was all one location. We stayed with one group of second, characters. Second, second episode. Battle Blackwater. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you stayed with the same characters the whole time? <laughs> I think so. It was the same location, so yeah. Okay. Second. Excuse me, folks. <laughs> um... <laughs> To the wall! Jon Snow. Yeah, Jon Snow. So anyway, it's the Watchers on the Wall. <laughs> awesome. And it's just this giant battle. They have the Wileans coming from the south and coming from the north. Uh, luckily, this episode is just a lot of action, so we don't have to talk about too much. I just maybe people pick out their favorite parts. Oh, um, yeah. Well, the end. <laughs> when... Uh... The girl just when she's dying just says, "You know nothing, Jon Snow." <laughs> God, I was so sick of her saying that. It was awesome though. <laughs> I know. My favorite part was the freaking big old like 
whatever that anchor thing was when they had the guys climbing up the wall. Oh yeah, that was and, bad ass. Yeah, oh, and then they let so it go. Cool. And literally, when it swings, it fucking like, turns these guys into like red dust. Yeah, they they had a name for it too. <laughs> a Sith. They did. Yeah. Sith. Yeah, Sith. Scythe? Like yeah, Scythe. Sorry. Oh. Sky. Whatever. So uh, I yeah, that was pretty rad. Yeah, that the was giants so are pretty cool. Awesome. Oh, the giant arrows. Yeah. They have like yeah. kind of a Lord, Lord of the Rings moment from uh, yeah. Home's Deep. The yeah. guy gets hit with the, with the gigantic uh, bolt. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, this yeah. took it to like nth degree, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was awesome. They set it up because the guys are shooting up on the wall, not even getting close. And he just bends <laughs> down, fires. And poor bastard gets hit with an arrow. Yeah. He gets launched over the wall. <laughs> yeah. It lands in the corner below. But to go back to the scythe thing, um, I think I saw a tweet the next day like, uh, I bet in the morning it just looked like a big smiley face because it would have just been red blood <laughs> like making a big old <laughs> semicircle. Yeah, that arc of head. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would be pretty face. funny. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the scene was nonstop action. We got to see the giants. We got to see the wildlings. Um, we got to see people scaling the wall. We got to see just dropping barrels of rocks. That was their defense, but it worked pretty well. I mean, it yeah, turns into freaking grenades when they land. Mm. Well, they had see. some wildfire. Yeah. Um, and then uh, John some Snow. Some had wildfire, but some didn't. Some were just rocks. Yeah. John Snow became the leader of the castle, right? Yeah, because yeah. that guy's a, kind of a douche. So no, Alistair actually, this is the first, this is where he showed that he's not all talk. And yeah, he actually. He, that's true, that's true. He yeah, came down, of... he fought the main guy, he was right there on the front lines, and he even told Jon Snow, you were probably right, but, you know, when you're in command, there's always little shits telling you you're doing stuff wrong, and... <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. That up, up to that point, like, you never see anything out of that character other than him just being a useless dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And finally, you can see that he actually is a capable leader, and he actually does care about defending the wall. And at that point, he even wants... Jon Snow to win just because, or Jon Snow to live, and because he's another arm to fight, you know. Yeah, he's you know willing to set put aside the the grudge that he has at least for mm-hmm. for that little bit. And you also see Janice Slint be a complete bitch. Yeah. So going back to <laughs> Alistair real quick, I actually had this argument with a friend at work that I never thought he was he was a dick, but a lot of the stuff he said was true. Like early season one when he was giving them a hard time for. For Sam being a weak fool, and why are you protecting him? Because when you're out in the battlefield, you don't want a right. silly wimp. You want a guy who can protect you. That's all like real legitimate army stuff. There was nothing wrong with what he was saying there. So making him bad because of that, that's like what a drill sergeant and stuff is supposed to do. And whatever he's saying, I thought was not yeah. wrong. Well, he's I mean, constantly undermining John, though, the whole time. Later on, the stuff with John. But then John is just a... He was no... He's not a ranger. Right. He's no, no, a steward. And that's what I'm saying. Like it all kind of crystallizes in that moment at the top. Yeah. Like, he actually does care. He's not just doing this shit out of spite. There actually is some reasoning for most of this stuff. He does send John out to die, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. Yeah. So I'll give you yeah. that. <laughs> he, he, he is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way around that. He is a dick. But yeah, you kind of you kind of see again that he's not just this one note character. Yeah. And he does go down and he does fight the the fucking Viking. The main, the main guy, yeah. yeah. The guy's awesome. Tormund, yeah. Diamond Spain. Um, so you had him, yeah, and like you said, the other guy's a big old piece of shit, and he goes and hides in the, whatever, I don't know, the pantry. <laughs> where, where Gilly's hiding. Where Gilly's yeah. hiding, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, by the way, Gilly returns. She leaves Mold Town and shows up just before the big battle happens. Um, Sam gets some tongue. <laughs> Sam, yeah, he has a kiss. <laughs> Finally. 
<laughs> we we see um, that Sam is not as nervous in the battle as some of the other guys are, like Pip and I guess the maybe that, just Pip. <laughs> the guy that uh, uh what's her name kid. shoots through the neck or whatever. Yeah, I was surprised that Pip go down like that. Yeah, it's kind of sudden. One yeah. other thing, I don't remember if it was this episode or before, we find out that uh, the blind guy is a Targaryen, right? They did yeah. that like season one or season two. Yeah, I mentioned oh, they but did say you that. forget about it, and then they uh, they, re- they really came back on it this season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, damn it, I can't do this. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, it sounds like Paul. What are you doing? That's good. No, that wasn't it either. That was I don't know what that was. Sounded like an old guy, kind of. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's not a squeaky. He has like a squeaky voice. Yeah. Matt, Matt was slipping into uh, Christopher Family Lloyd guy. there. <laughs> Shane, Mark. what you doing in the library? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some good news. Call me. So you it's... could sink into my chambers later. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny at the top of the wall. Sorry to bring this back on topic, but at the top of the wall, Alistair goes down. Um, he leaves. Like I said, we cut that wimp up top. He doesn't know what he's doing, so like Bryn, Bryn, whatever his name is, kind of comes up. Oh, they need you downstairs. <laughs> and he's like, all right. He takes off. So now John Stowe's in charge up there. Then Sam comes up and says, hey, shit's breaking. They're coming in. We need you downstairs. So then John promotes um, who's the other guy? He's a kind of a Ed. Yeah. That guy yeah. in charge. Everyone just keeps like the wall at the top keeps getting smaller and, and smaller and smaller. To to back up too is before Sam went up to the top of the wall, that kid was guarding the elevator and he said anybody that comes this way, you know. Yeah, he's basically weapon. freak yeah, grab a weapon because the kid was freaking out, right? Yeah. So exactly. that will come into play later. So yeah. keep going. <laughs> so yeah, so he you know, he's protecting the top, Jon Snow comes down and one of the stupidest scenes ever, it's like three feet from reaching the bottom, and that's when Jon Snow jumps from it and tucks and rolls. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like his action moment. Um but he goes down there, kicks some ass. Um he starts fighting everybody, the when he fight uh what's his face? Who's that the skins are they're called? The Brins? Fins. Fins, yeah. Yeah, fights the main dude there, hammers him in the head. Pretty hammer gross. Time. Yeah, hammer brother. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> does all that crap. Um, he, f- uh, what's her face? Ingrid's in there. She's like she's in sniper position. If this is like Call of Duty, she'd be totally camping. You see her the whole time. Yeah, she's she's in one little spot. She's just yeah. camping, just she's shooting ca- people from camping far away. Planes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> campers. I hate campers. <laughs> and that's where she kills Pip. It's and legitimate then, strategy. Yeah, she finally sees or hears Jon Snow when he's fighting uh, that big dude again. I don't yeah. forgot his name. And then she comes over. She kind of has him dead in her sights, and she sees her the love. She sees her love, and she can't quite pull the trigger. And then that little boy that Matt mentioned shoots yeah. her, which was the little boy that uh, yeah that they told to go warn him that they're coming. Yeah, yeah she killed his dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, the whole time I was thinking it was Sam that one, was the one that did it because they don't show it for a while because I think that's yeah. what they wanted you to think. So I don't know. Then the kid nods to John as if to say, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's my lady. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the, uh, the death scene, as Brian already mentioned. You know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> and the... Breath. Um, Redheads are dropping off like flies in that show, by the way. <laughs> Shit. Uh, who's the <laughs> other one? 
It's Caitlyn, her, the Roz character. The oh, hooker? She, yeah, yeah. She was a good redhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot, did the drapes match the pubes or no? Yes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yes. I analyzed that one. You watched that in slow motion too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when Theon throws her the, the, the loony or whatever and she shows her her hoo-ha. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the the battle's <laughs> kind of wait. There's other things going on. So then there's the battle up top, and they see, oh yeah, <laughs> what's his face is in charge. Um, yeah, Grant at this point, and he has to go down. Oh, I already skipped that part. Shit. He sends him down to protect the tunnel. The tunnel, yes. Yeah, Grant. From the giant. Yeah, from the giant, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, the giant comes in, and then uh, it kind of cuts away. I thought they were all going to get flattened when he just ran toward that yeah. gate, and it was just like. <laughs> You don't really see what happens there right away. Battle kind of dies down. Um, At one point, you you see uh, Alistair, yeah. Alistair, after he loses the fight with Tormund, yeah. gets carried off, and that's the last you see of him for the entire season, by the yeah. way. Yeah, that's true. He's still he's still awake, though, when they carry him off. Yeah. And then they have, the end, the only guy pretty much alive is the big, crazy, red-headed wildling. Mm-hmm. Um, and John's like, you know, surrender or whatever, we'll... Whatever. He pretty much surrenders. And then you find that was it the next morning? I don't even remember what happened. There's like time lapse. <laughs> and Jon Snow's, he says, I have to go out and meet, um, what's that dick's name? The leader, the leader. of the Wildlings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bearded dude. What the hell's fucking. Uh... No, not the bearded dude. The guy outside the wall. The Mance. Oh, Mance, Mance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, got, gotcha. And Sam said, stupid. He goes, I don't have a better idea, blah, blah. And as he's walking out, he walks, you see the inside of the tunnel, and you see that the giant was held off and killed, but so were, so were the butt, so were the watchers. And that was yeah, the end of so. in the Grin, too. Yeah, end of Grin. Um, kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of ends the episode. I, yes. Did you guys like it or not? I loved it. A lot of people didn't like it, but I it loved cool. it. I liked it. It was a lot of action, and I was satisfied. Because this show, over the years, has been like, every single battle, they just cut away and go, that was easy. You know, and they don't really show. Yeah. This one, they paid off, and you actually got to see a battle. So, um, I liked it a lot. All right. Yeah. So, last episode. Uh, how are we doing on time here? Who cares? Let's just keep going. Oh, <laughs> well, well, that episode. That episode two left. <laughs> one laugher. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, oh, yeah. like saying, though, Jeff, that episode kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Like with him walking out there, I, I, I when I was sitting at home, I was like, "Fuck, they're not gonna end it that way, are they?" <laughs> that was gonna be yeah. the last to see John for the for the season. Yeah. And so, but the very next episode picks up. You see him walking out there. He walks by all the casualties, and he walks right into the camp of the wildlings, and he meets with Mance, and they have a discussion. And he sees, "I see you're back in black." He goes, "Yeah, my my real word is with them." Stop sending <laughs> messages, assholes. Al Snow, stupid. <laughs> you know nothing, Al Snow. <laughs> um, the, the sound effect's so annoying. Um, okay. Stop rubbing your... It's not me. I'm trying not to laugh, sorry. Um, he meets them, and they pretty much, they talk, and blah, blah, blah. They have a drink over the fact that Ingrid's dead. Um, but... Well, there's, there's a great moment when he talks about how the 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 giant died in that tunnel. He was actually the king of the giants, the last of a line that's like gone back for ten thousand years. And John says, 
Grin was the one that died with him. He was born on a farm. And then they, they had the drink. And the whole time, uh, John's there under the guise that he's there to talk terms, not there to kill Mance. But he is there to kill Mance. He's there to do that, yeah. So they talk. They're kind of having a more civilized talk than you would have thought. And also you realize for the first time that he's not there to wage a war. He's there to bring his people safe, get them south of the wall, because they know winter is coming, as everyone's been saying for the past four seasons. Yeah. And that shit's getting real, and he'll fight if he has to, but he really just wants to save his people and get them through the tunnel on the other side, and that there's 100,000 people, but yes, not all of them are soldiers. Most of them aren't. Most of them are family and stuff like that. Um, they drink to eat the fallen, like Scott said. Um, John kind of makes a move, like he's going to get a butter knife. He's like, what, knife to kill him? He kind of sees him. Something's going to happen, and then all of a sudden you hear a horn, and he's like, you got men coming? And then John Snow's like, no, we don't have thousands of people. We have like 100 people, and you killed most of them last night. That's not us coming. And it kind of pans out, and you see this awesome formation of all these horses and stuff coming in. And then finally, finally! After all the killing, yeah. <laughs> Stannis shows up and does something. Yeah. And, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Stannis. Stannis shows up with his new new army and uh, all that stuff. I guess the boats and everything they got from Bravos paid off, and they're there. They surround and kill a bunch of people, and Matt's like, no, 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 we're not... We're going to surrender because we're not here to die. Uh, you go before the one. <laughs> he surrenders pretty easily, uh, but he's to save his people. Um, and then somebody mentioned this. I think it was, uh, was one of the Game of Thrones podcasts I listened to, and I'm not sure which one. But someone said they're talking, this one guy comes out of nowhere, yeah, and he pulls yeah. a Leroy Jenkins, basically. <laughs> yeah. When they called him Leroy Jenkins, I was dying. <laughs> he's trying to attack this peace treaty, and this guy he gets sliced down. Yeah. So everything's kind of good, but they say, you know, you better kneel before your king, and that's where man's like, I don't kneel because he's not my king. I'm not part of the kingdoms, and shit's about to go bad. And then Jon Snow kind of steps up and says, hey, I respect you. My father respected you, and reveals that he is the bastard of Ned Stark. And you notice Jon doesn't kneel either, though. That's true. Well... Yeah. Okay. Um, like that—that's kind of important, I think. Yeah, that's because he knows nothing. Like in—in in a way, John, <laughs> John, John kind of acts like they're equals in that scene. If you go back and watch it again, he's respectful, but he, he kind of is like, "Well, you should do this, my lord." Like yeah, that kind of. Yeah, and he—he he showed me leniency when he—I was in his. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. So basically, he says he says the spare man's his life. He can give give information. And um, also, you should burn all the bodies, because bad shit happens up here when you don't burn the bodies. That's right. Um, and that's kind of that how that how that scene ends right there. So Stannis is there. Um, you don't know. Oh, they end up going back to the to Castle Black, and they have a big funeral pyre for um, or fire pyre, as I said in a couple episodes. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, burning everybody, so you see all the casualties and everything, and the Red Witch. Sees John thro- John Snow through the fire, and she gives him a weird look. Yeah, uh, don't know what to make of that. That was because I think she thinks he's the one true king of Westeros. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, did John Snow also had said he has no king, right? He tell so. There's a cool scene with uh, with him and Giant, uh, Tormund Giantsbane, the guy, the, the big wildling that surrenders at the end after John shoots him in the knee. Um, oh. And tells him, right. yeah, you know, I, he's not my king either. 
and you know, but what are your funeral rites for your dead? You know, what words do you say? And the guy's like, well, they're dead. Doesn't matter. Uh, but then he tells me better bury Egret above the wall or the oh, other side yeah, of the that's wall. Right. Yeah, and then she, he he does the whole Jedi Star Wars thing <laughs> out in the middle of the. Yeah, that was <laughs> yes. very, that was very Darth Vader Luke yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, another fire pyre. <laughs> and yeah, so that kind of ends that story thread. I'd be interested to see what goes on there. Um, maybe we can do more predictions here. I don't know, actually. I don't know if they stay there and protect because there's a big White Walker battle not too far away. Um, one thing that was interesting that Matt, uh, Matt said that he did send other people up the night before to climb the wall. So I don't know if, what's going to happen with those dudes. Right? Didn't he say something about that? Yeah. 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 So I don't know if it's insignificant. Maybe it's enough to at least... All it takes is one of them to kill a main character in this show. So I don't know if one of them gets a lucky shot and kills Jon <laughs> yeah. Snow or something. Yeah. Um, that'd be interesting. Uh, but yeah, then if they stay there or if they start coming south from there and reclaim Winterfell and... Uh, so, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff to consider, like you're saying. So so Stannis is there. He still thinks he's the king of Westeros. So what does he do from there? Like like you said, Jeff, does he go... Does he push south? Go for Winterfell? Does he solidify the wall? Right. Like, you know, what is what are his goals? You know, what, what happens with Jon um, now that basically everybody's dead at the wall? Like, where are they going to go from there, too? Uh, yeah. Now, it, we never say what happens with Alistair. So, is John the Supreme Commander or whatever the hell the title is? Um, yeah. All these things we answered. So, that's next season. Um, yeah. All right. I think we're done here at the wall. So, time for beer break. Oh. And go. I got a piece of it. <laughs> and we're back. So... Uh, we've left the wall. I don't know. The, the rest is... I don't want to... Danny has some stuff. Blah, blah, blah. You find out her dragon has killed a baby this time. Yeah. And... That's right. She, she feels bad. To... She locks him up. Yeah. Pretty much. And they get it's kind of a sad scene. It's sad, but it's kind of <laughs> bullshit. It's like having a dick brother who get, does shit and you get in trouble. <laughs> like, it's two good, the... the two good dragons yeah, get exactly. locked up. The good, yeah. the bad one is out there still killing kids, so... Delicious um, kids. I would just have to say that something's going to happen there with the dragons, obviously, next season. She has oh, yeah. to learn how to train her dragons. Eh? Or... I, have theory, I have a theory on that, of what happens at the end of the last episode. So, Oh, yeah, but, I think everyone came to that conclusion. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, we'll get to that. Okay. And, um, yeah, I didn't want, that was pretty much all that happened there, right? So, yep. dragons, as cool as dragons are, are kind of boring this season. Yeah, what the hell? Um. And then, so the last two things, or actually, there's actually three things here. So, Brienne and the Hound Hell yeah. have, have a most... meeting. Oh, and man, it's epic. pretty epic, yes. So, Brienne stumbles across Arya. She's doing her water dancing, or whatever the hell it's called. She's <laughs> And uh, she tells the Hound to stop shitting. <laughs> and, and fight. Yeah. He took his time. <laughs> and she finds out it's Arya, and she says, come with me. I made a promise to your mom, and then and the hound's like, no, bullshit, you're a Lannister, you're here to kill me, I'll collect the ransom. She's like, no, I'm not a Lannister. She's like, why the hell do you have Lannister gold on your sword? And she's like, uh, 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 and mm-hmm. next thing you know, they start fighting, and it's a pretty epic, brutal, visceral, I don't know, not visceral, uh, 
just grunting and just dirty cunt shots and dick shots. And <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just brutal. Yeah, but they have a fight. They don't even have swords anymore. They just yeah. fucking hit <laughs> each other with rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and going for the junk and everything. It was brutal. Normal people would be dead. <laughs> yeah. And her screaming and hollering at the very end where she just punches and punches and knocks him off the cliff. Um, I think, yeah, I think Brienne won on the scorecards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She definitely did, and I thought it was cool for Arya to see another female warrior out there, and that a female warrior could beat someone like the Hound. But that was a cool little so, thing so for Arya to witness. As as you're watching this going on, what were you guys thinking? Like, oh man, she's gonna go with Brienne, or that would be cool, or man, I hope she helps the Hound out. Like, how were you hoping that was gonna be resolved once that fight started? I didn't I thought I, I mean I was pissed we were gonna lose one cool character. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But I honestly thought it'd be Brienne, not the Hound. I'm like, fuck, because I love the Hound. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea who was going to win. I just knew one was going to lose, and that would be bad for the show. Yeah, yeah, not what I thought. So Brienne's two and zero against some of the biggest badasses in the kingdom right now. I was going to say, yeah, I think I I thought Brienne was going to win just simply from her record <laughs> of dealing with Jamie and the King of or Prince of Flowers, whatever his name is. Yeah, but I was saying both times she fought non-healthy fighters, right? Jamie had been a prisoner for a long yeah. time. When right. She Shitting him. himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the hound here who had his wound festering and all that stuff. Yeah. Like a biter, so. Yeah, that's why I, I wonder how much that affected him. Yeah. Who knows? She's still an awesome fighter. In the tournament, right, she beat uh, the Knight of Roses and all that stuff. Yeah. So, who knows? She's obviously an awesome fighter, but interesting to see if she fought a fully healed Jamie Lannister or the Hound. But I thought that was awesome. I thought it was cool that Arya uh, kind of runs away but, um, during the fight and then she comes back to the Hound and pretty Leaves much him. she won't. I thought, I always thought this whole time that she was going to kill the Hound because he was on her list. I thought it would have been in like a... Um, Mercy. Not a mercy. I always thought it was going to be more like a sacrifice, right? Like, kill the hound to pretend to... Kind of like how Jon Snow did to that one dude in the when he was with the Wildlings to show that he's not a bad guy or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something like that. Um, but when this happened, I'm like, okay, well, here she is. Now she can kill him, even though he's been kind of nice to her, and then she didn't do it. And I was like, oh, that's even cooler. <laughs> well, she did... So she... she... She kind of follow. She's she's learned a lot from the Hound over this season. Mm-hmm. She does follow one of his lessons. She snatches up the silver because mm-hmm. dead men don't need money. Basically, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, but then, yeah, she doesn't run him through either because she wants him to suffer or because she doesn't want to kill him anymore. Yeah. She wants him to I suffer. Think it's the, I think she wants him to suffer. <laughs> yeah, especially Funny. when he was bringing up all that old stuff about yeah. the butcher's I, boy stinking up her, his saddle and all that. Well, stuff. she she was gonna hand him the water though. Yeah, so I think I think she genuinely didn't have the heart to kill him. I think that's that's my take on it. Eh. And then she goes to Bravos. And then yeah, we'll kind of jump ahead, but yeah, she kind of goes off on her own. She meets the dudes, uh, some dudes at the port, and she's like, "Yeah, take me to the wall in the north." And they're like, "Fuck, nothing's up north." She's like, "Come on, I have this guy have money. He's like, gold's not enough." And then he says, "We're going to Bravos." And then she remembers that she has that Bravos coin from. Uh, what was that character's name? Chigar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the shapeshifter guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she hands it to him, and she says... Valar Magulis. Yes, Valar Magulis, and 
she's off. And I thought, so I had to ask my friend at work. I didn't know whether she still was going north or or to Bravos at that point. Like at that point, because she because, knew that okay. stuff, he could have yeah, taken that's her know anywhere either because she wanted to go to the wall. Yeah, and then he said it's from Bravos. Like, okay, take me there, but I wasn't sure which way, and so. My friend told me which way it was, but since people don't know which way it is, I won't say it here. But I think that was I, I think that I think it's clear. pretty clear in the episode. It's not clear. I, no, I think I didn't so. get it either. So. Brian, do you know which way they're going? Well, did I just say she goes to Bravos? <laughs> oh, did you? Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's where she's going, but that's what yeah. I assumed. I don't think it's clear, so I don't think I... we should say what it is. Okay. I don't know what it is either. Well, I mean, I do know as my friend told me. So that was well, kind go of ahead. I don't. I don't care if you tell me. No, but our listeners. Our listeners. <laughs> Oh All yeah, three of that's them right. Us so. three, that's true. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah, and then kind of that's how the episode ends actually with her on the boat traveling north or south. I guess we don't know which direction. <laughs> that's how it ends. Yeah, yeah. I kind of skipped. I mean, I kinda yeah. jumped up with that. Story oh, line. that's how that story ends, and it actually okay. ends the episode too. But we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to Bran. Yep. So Bran. Um, you're marching on slowly as can be. Hodor's carrying him. Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> they, finally, DJ Hodor. they finally find the tree. They're running toward it, and then skeletons pop out of the ground and start attacking them. It's like, it's, that, that scene was like a Ray Harryhausen. It was. Like Sinbad. <laughs> it seemed like Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, the, the skeletons come popping out. Yeah. I'm just glad something finally happened in his storyline, by the way. It felt like they were walking forever. Yeah, it's it was like Lord of the Rings. Uh, I didn't <laughs> like that scene actually. Why not? It got a little too. Uh, I know there's fantasy in here, but when they started throwing the the little lightning bolts or whatever, <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt, <laughs> whatever the hell that was, they don't explain that chick really. Yeah, it was just too a little too over the top. I think I don't know. Like I like the giants. It's cool. Um, but I know you can't have your cake and eat it too, so I didn't really care for that. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people get turned off by the the fantasy aspects. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, Brian. Like, I didn't know if I didn't like it, but it definitely felt out of place. It's like, oh, when yeah. they turn into Harry Potter, right? <laughs> it's kind of like this show yeah. really hasn't been like that yet. I mean, there have been dragons and giants, like you said, but shapeshifters. Yeah, it just did. This just felt weird. It felt different for the show. I mean, yeah, and maybe that it was kind of easing us into it, and now it's going to turn more into that. But it did feel out of place. Um, yeah, what's his face? Jojen so. gets stabbed like a hundred times in the in the stomach with the, with the skeleton hand. Oh, um, question about that, and and then they start kind of killing the um, undead or whatever they are. How come they made a big deal about the other guy killing them, killing one, and then these guys are killing them no problem? It seems those aren't White Walkers. Those weren't. No. 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 Oh, these. I don't know what these were. There's something new, but these were not. They to me, I didn't think they were White Walkers. No, I I didn't think so either. Yeah, I just something thought all kind of undead were White Walkers. <laughs> no, these. Yeah, these to me were just like some kind of animated corpses that were <laughs> risen because of the magic that's around this thing. Yeah. Some, I don't really know, but I did not think they were White Walkers. So, um, okay. so yeah, they kind of go in. They say we're the lost children, or I forgot the name of what they said they were. The original yeah, children that, yeah. or something. And the, first, meet, the first children, the first I children. think. And they meet some old dude in a chair, and he's like, uh, Bran's like, you going to give me my, let me walk again? He's like, no, but you will fly. That's where I was getting at with the the black dragon from earlier. Because <laughs> it's on the loose. Everybody probably caught it. You know. 
possibly. Mm. Um, that kind of ended that storyline. Like you said, it was very fantasy. We lost a character in Jojen, but he was kind of weak anyway. You know, I, you know I've, I've talked to a lot of people, and I don't think one person said, oh, yeah, I was sad to see that guy go. But no, overwhelmingly, people were like, well, I guess that guy's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I, no attachment. Yeah. Yeah. He did get burned to death, but you kind of saw, and remember when he had that ball of fire in his hand when they were at Caster's, Craster's Keep? Yeah. And he saw his own death, so that was kind of interesting. I was I was kind of thinking that he would just die of a fever. That's what I got out of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he kept tripping yeah, balls. So, <laughs> so he literally was on fire. <laughs> and then we go to Tyrion and his cell, I think, if I'm not missing anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Tyrion. they go. And they they finally meet the um, the, what they're after, right? Yeah, the guy. The guy. Yeah, that, he's like in the tree. Yeah, old yeah. Gandalf. And he tells Bran what for something pretty cool, I think. I already said it. You did? What the <laughs> hell? Must have blacked out. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, you see you me walk." He's like, "No, but you will fly." And then Matt's like, oh. "Yeah, you might be the dragon." Come on, yeah. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> Yeah. So Bran's in his, uh, not Bran's in his cell, Tyrion's in his cell, and he hears a guy kind of fumbling around. He's like, come on, guy, what are you doing? And it's Jamie. Hey, guy. <laughs> and Jamie's he's like, hey, I'm here to rescue you. And he's like, you're a little short to be a stormtrooper. And he's like, what? Look at, <laughs> look at you, you're a dwarf. <laughs> so uh, Jamie Skywalker uh, saves him, and they're going out. And he's like, all right, uh, I'm here. Who's helping you? He's like, Varys. Really? Because Varys said all that bad stuff about him at the at the trial, so that was kind of weird for Tyrion. Um, just sir, just jump in real quick. Yeah. At the trial, a lot of that stuff people were saying was true. Yeah. They just were leaving out the other half of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. leaving out context. So, like, Varys didn't really lie. And, you know, they, but they he were, made him out to be Yeah, bad. no, no, made him look like an ass. Yeah. Or like, made him look, Tyrion look bad. But a lot of that, that testimony during Tyrion's trial was true. They just never bothered to present the other side to it. Which is just, is withholding the truth the same thing as lying? I mean, I don't know. Like, Obviously, a Varys plays well, no, no, every I, side I, very well. Yeah, so. I, well, I don't bring that up to defend Varys. I was just saying Tyrion kind of, in a way, had a, had a hand in, in his own like downfall there. Yeah, definitely. You know, like all that snarkiness kind of caught up to him. Definitely. All right. So anyway, he says, go upstairs. Varys is waiting for you. He'll get you out of here. And then oh, Jamie... Yeah. Jamie and uh, Tyrion kind of have a, you know, this may be the last time you see each other. Farewell hug. Uh, Tyrion starts to go up the stairs, and he has, like, this look of dread. Uh, I thought he thought maybe he was being set up. That's personally what I thought of. I'm seeing kind of like a gladiator when, oh, they, yeah. when they free him, and he goes out, and it is a setup. But, no, Tyrion has other motives. He uses, he sneaks through some tunnels, which they don't really explain very well. My some book readers told me there is a whole tunnel system there that they talk about a lot in the books. But anyway, Tyrion goes up, he goes to his dad's chambers, and he finds Shay in his dad's bed. She, he's freaking out. You can tell he's you know he's brooding inside, and then she wakes up and sees him, and she tries to get a knife and stabs him, and then he chokes her out. He goes all Princess Leia on Jabba the Hutt right there and <laughs> chokes her with the chain. Were, were you guys surprised? That Shay was there, yeah, especially in Tywin's bed. Yeah. Well, no. When he okay, when he walked in the bedroom and I saw a chick there, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be her. But like up to that point, I had no right. idea we'd ever see her again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think it was. I didn't even it was like, oh, whatever, there's some chick. So but I didn't. It was totally surprised. It's kind of a throwaway line in the I think episode two before they have the wedding 
when they're just having like the pre-feast when they're handing the gifts or whatever and Cersei rats out Tyrion about right. her and yeah. he says have her brought to the Tower of the Hand yeah I remember that line but I just thought it was for questioning yeah. not for yeah. boning yeah <laughs> um, so yeah he kind of chokes her out I think it's a really, it was a really cool shot where you see his face then it pans over and you see her lifeless head hanging off the edge of the bed and that's kind of the breaking point for Tyrion. He is super pissed now. He gets the infamous uh, crossbow that Joffrey's been using to torture people with. Kill hookers. Kill hookers and the nice uh, raws that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes finds Tyrion, or Tywin, who's taking a shit. He's on, yeah. the, on the privy. <laughs> and questions him and says, I pretty much... Tywin's trying to talk his way out of it. You didn't think I was really going to kill you, and I think that was a lie, all this stuff. Well, let me get up here, and Tywin keeps saying, you know, Tyrion, come on, who names these people? Yeah, they're so close. Tywin, Tyrion, Tywin, Arwen, these fucking RRs. Anyway, he says, keeps calling her a whore. He says, don't call her a whore again, blah, blah, blah. He calls her a whore one more time. Bam, shoots him with an arrow. Or one in the arm. Yeah. Yeah. Reloads. He's talking. He's trying to get his way out of it. I don't really remember much of what he's saying here, but he's like, "Oh, you are Lannister." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And he's trying to kiss his ass because he knows yeah. he's gonna die. And I don't. Well, what's the last thing he says before he puts the second one in him? Uh, she was a whore, or something like that. Yeah, that's the first time he says it, right? He says, whore ah, again. "Yeah, okay, you're not a Lannister." Yeah. Something to that effect is when, yeah. Whatever, and then he shoots him again, this time more in the body, and he drops the crossbow and walks away. Next thing you know, you see him meet Varys at the top of the stairs, and he's all covered in blood, and Varys is like, what did you do? Or what have you done? Mm-hmm. Do you What's guys it? think Varys uh, led him that way to do all that stuff, or no? No. No. Definitely not, because of the next scene that happens up after this. So yeah. what, what have you done? Uh, whatever, he puts him in the crate, you know, trust me. Puts it on the ship. He's going to ship him across the seas or wherever the hell he's going to ship him. Then he and, hears the horn. Yeah, Varys right. starts walking back to the castle. And then he hears the bells going off. And he knows Tyrion did something way that he wasn't supposed to do. And now he's yeah. mixed up in it. He's no coming back from this. And that's when Varys gets on the boat with him. He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I don't think Varys had... Knew I don't Tyrion understand why the escape route would be through the hand of the king. It wasn't. It wasn't. That's what I'm saying. There's the tunnel system that they didn't really explain. Like, Tyrion was supposed to keep going, but Tyrion kind of knew about the system a little bit. Yeah. Because he was the hand, yeah. Because he'd been using it a little bit. Like, I think Varys took him through, like, blindfolded, like, a different way. So he knew about the one into the Tower of the Hand. He knew there was one there. So he went to check on his father or whatever. Um, Maybe he didn't go there expecting him to kill him, but um, he had to go have some resolution with his father. Right, but Varys didn't know any of that was going to happen. Right, Varys yeah. didn't know. And there's, that was a great bit of acting by Comleth uh, Hill, the guy that plays Varys. Just a look on his face of, well, fuck, I guess I'm out of here too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yep, so we know that Tyrion and Varys will no longer be at King's Landing, where they're going. No, no idea. I think it's across the Narrow Sea, but that's just my guess, just because that's where... They talked about where that's where Varys is from. So that's where I'm thinking. But no idea, really. Um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they're going to go join Littlefinger at the Eyrie. Who knows? <laughs> um, 
So that's it. I think. Uh, I mean, that's not how the episode ends. Later on, you see Arya like we talked about, but that was the end. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So with this episode's going really long, but just really quick, uh, favorite moments of the entire season. Just really quick, want to get everyone's really quick favorite moments. Brian, uh, I think the Arya not killing the Hound was very shocking to me. Okay, that was a pretty good scene, Matt. I think for me, it's still, it was one of the early episodes where um, Arya and the Hound are in that uh, stable or whatever it is, and it's the whole confrontation about the chickens. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to kill you for the chickens. Yeah. That was pretty rad. I want all of the chickens. <laughs> yeah. And you're, yeah. So that was my favorite. Yeah. Scott? Uh, like we've already mentioned, the look on Tyrion's face after what happens to Oberon. <laughs> That's pretty good. Just the. So mine's close to that. Mine's a look on Oberon's face when it happens to Oberon. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I guess we did mention the fact that right before Tywin dies, Cersei confronts him and says, "Hey, I'm gonna tell everybody I'm not marrying that <laughs> that queer terror. Oh yeah. And then I'm yeah. gonna tell everybody that Jamie and I bone, and that Joffrey and all our kids aren't really they're not legitimate." <laughs> That's all yeah, that stuff. Awesome. So she defies him there, and then Jamie defies him by freeing Tywin, yeah. or Tyrion, and then Tyrion defies Tywin by killing Tywin. So at that point, his legacy goes down the tubes really quickly when all the kids rebel yeah. against him. Right. So. The, the name that last episode was the children. Yes. So you had all that stuff going on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the children of the forest, the, the little thing that meets us throwing the fireballs around. So it's about that, and you get more, you know, uh, of. Uh, John being his father's son, you know. So, the, and then Arya being, I know, one of the other children. So it was a very children-heavy episode. The dragons were children, and they got locked away. They had a dead kid. So yeah, like thematically, I thought it was great the way they wove in, like all that stuff about the, the what it is to be a kid, I guess. Yep. Mm. Um. All right. Uh, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So my news is I'm sure someone's gonna mention the World Cup, so I won't mention it. Um, <laughs> I had something. Now I totally forgot. This episode was way too long. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to do with Star Wars. What the fuck was it? Shit. Harrison Ford broke his leg. That yeah, we here. said he broke his ankle, but actually he broke his leg. Um, they've they've revealed that. Oh shit. Um, skip me, Brian. Go. <laughs> I really have none. Just World Cup. Um, that's it. Good, good game. Oh, that Suarez guy, freaking vampire boy. God. <laughs> He's bit before, and he bit again. And like, what timing? And it's just the guy's ridiculous. Yeah. He's like the third best player in the world, and just to be so stupid. Yeah. So I guess he wasn't once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> The worst part is, like, all his teammates and his coach had to defend him. Yeah. Even though they knew. They had to know. Ridiculous. The other thing, did you guys hear about the Ghana team? The money issue. Yeah, yes. The money issue, yes. (laughs) They flew in $3 million of cash. I don't even know in what, like, currency um, to them. Because they wanted to get paid before, even though they were going to get paid by FIFA afterwards. And two of the players, yeah. Yeah, so they, I, like, had, they had a motorcade. Like, it was out of a movie. Like, it was, like, yeah. heat. <laughs> like, motorcade. Full of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had cops escorting the money. And... 
It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I saw that. So, yeah, the World Cup's been good. Today was the last day of uh, group play. Um, so, starting uh, in two days, they'll actually start the elimination round. Um, USA made it. It was really weird to watch a game where the U.S. lost. And it's like, and yay, what, we're going yeah. in. Are you ready you know, for some soccer? <laughs> yeah. That's we actually cool. watched it at work. We didn't, you know, they let us watch it, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, the U.S. games have been getting better ratings in NBA, hockey. Well, everything gets better ratings in hockey, but NBA, and I think it's some World Series recently that's gotten better ratings than. So, I believe that. Nice, whoever opened that up. <laughs> wow, <Right>. thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, Matt, and it was, was your years? I already forgot. Shit. No, I didn't. Okay. Um. Uh, a lot of just movie news. Um, I know Jeff didn't like it, but uh, they announced uh, Pacific Rim 2 for 2007. Oh, yeah. I saw that today. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I know Brian it's and got, Jeff probably... Got blue oh. load. <laughs> <laughs> hand I check. really like it. So <laughs> yeah, hand check. Yeah. Also, okay. Here's where I go on my remake tangent again. Tangent Ninja Turtles? Turtles? Oh, no, 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 no. They're remaking Predator. Is it a remaking it or is it a new one? Reboot. No, 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 no. They're remaking the original Predator. So the premise of the original Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but probably not with him. And the guy that's directing is the guy that directed Iron Man 3, which is a piece of shit. That guy, uh, (laughs) Shane Black, is actually the guy that played Hawkins in Predator. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Got the nerdy guy with the glasses. Yeah. So yeah. And the quarterback is toast. <laughs> yeah. Nope, so, not even close. No. <laughs> so stay, you know, staying on my remake theme. They, you know, they boy, you got out. a big pussy. <laughs> boy, you got a big pussy. <laughs> the echo. <laughs> but um, you know, I watched the remake of RoboCop also, and that was a piece of shit. Yep, I haven't seen it, but you're stupid for watching it. Done. I I, I get it for free. <laughs> Doesn't make so, it right. Yeah, I. You know, Trisha's falling asleep. I'm gonna watch a stupid movie <laughs> that she'll be disgusted with, and I was disgusted with it. So, yeah, serves you right. I know. Don't watch our remake. Don't watch remakes of our big, great movies. They're all gonna suck. None of them are gonna be good. I know. It's just why can't anybody think of anything good and have to re- remake stuff that's I don't know. It just pisses me off. But, you know. All right, anything else? Uh, nope, Scott, well, on to oops. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, if anybody's seen the John Oliver show on HBO, uh, it's really good. I recommend it. Uh, his, his news is still more up-to-date than ours is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, he did a piece about FIFA, actually. Uh, yeah right before the World Cup started. And I knew they were dirty, but I never really knew how dirty they were. Um, those guys are a bunch of pieces of shit. <laughs> so, yeah. It, but anyways, uh, anybody watching uh, HBO, uh, tune in to see John Oliver. It's pretty good. Pretty funny stuff. And uh, that'll do it for my news. All right. I remember what I... I agree with Scott. It's a really good show. You guys should watch it. Um... I remembered that speaking with Game of Thrones, uh, Jason Momoa is going to play Aquaman in the new oh, that's one of these new DC movies. 
So yeah. it's actually the next one. All right. Oh, Jason since... Momoa is the big horse lord. I already forgot his name. Khaleesi's Drago. 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 Yeah. yeah. Ivan, Ivan Drago. Yes. <laughs> Ivan Drago. So. Speaking of which, that Schweinsteiger guy from Germany looks just like Drago. <laughs> I don't know Look who that up. is. What does Stogger mean? Because Schwein means pig, right? It's like pig fucker or what? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's stabber. Stabber, stabber yeah. Pig stabber. Yep. But that's like I, fucking, like stabbing, right? What? I think like fucking is like ficking. So. Yes, yes is thanks, there. Matt. Now yeah. we have to have a German expert <laughs> on our... Uh... German expert. <laughs> All right, Scheiße. All right, well, you guys, we'll make use of it then. Ashla. Yeah. <laughs> Ashla, yeah. Um, since, since Jeff brought up the DC stuff real quick, they're, they're officially planning uh, a couple more Batman movies with Ben Affleck outside of the Justice League stuff. Before they know or how least... terrible he's going to be? No, he's not going to be terrible. He's gonna be I good. think he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. I really like Batman. I I know. Ah, uh, I don't know. Well, here's the thing: Justice League will suck, and he won't be the worst thing about it. True. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, let's end this episode because it's approaching two hours. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, Please tell me you were recording. <laughs> I am recording. <laughs> um, but before we leave, what are we talking about next week, Scott? We're going to be talking about a movie that I've mentioned off time, off times. Uh, other people brought it up, but we'll be talking about Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Uh, specifically, the fight scene between Lone Star and Darth Helmet. Dark Helmet. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Sorry for the long episode. <laughs> Worst episode ever. There's a funny moment. That was a long. Our first bad episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> first ever. <laughs> That's, that's going to be in the end. <laughs> <laughs>